Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, happy Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's off. He's taking some much-needed vacation. But Holly Roberts and I are here. Hey. Hey. And I don't know what you were doing last night, Holly. Just kidding. I know exactly what you were doing last night. Jokes! <laughs> you and I and everybody who is anybody was watching the Oprah Winfrey interview with Megan and Harry Grant. Did you watch it? I did. Ca- I didn't catch all of it, but I... Started watching most of it, and then I watched the highlights this morning, obviously. Yeah. You know, th- to me, now, that I'm glad you said the highlights, because to me, the whole thing was the highlights. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. W- we've been talking about this coming for a few weeks now. Oh, yeah. And I thought maybe we could just start with, like, with our general impressions. Holly? Well, Colleen, I think... I know your general impression because we talked about it. Because we the talked. Show, the show is actually produced. Who knew? Well, who knew? General impression number one, they went there. I was surprised. Me too. Because I think we've talked about it a lot that, um, that you know, listen, like they probably had a conversation beforehand. Everybody does a pre-interview. You know what you're going to be asked. They had an outline going in, right? That's like... That's pretty standard these days. Yeah, and Oprah even said this morning on CBS This Morning with Gail, she said, whenever I do an interview, I always ask the person beforehand, what is it that you want to say? Yeah. So that when I'm interviewing you, I make sure that I'm asking questions that are in in line with your intention. Okay, so, and what's interesting about that, and I had a conversation with my husband about this this morning, um, because my husband said she started the whole interview, Oprah, by saying, we didn't talk about this beforehand. Mm -hmm. None of this was discussed beforehand. These are authentic questions you've given me. No hold, like, you know, you've given me free reign on your life. And my husband said, do you think that's true? And I said, you know, my husband was a journalism major in uh, college. So he he had to take like journalistic ethics and stuff like that. Little known fact, we as radio hosts are not journalists. What? (laughs) <laughs> we're media spoiler alert we didn't you know we don't i'm not saying we don't have ethics but what i'm saying is there are actual sets of ethics in proper journalism that allow them to that actually um ensure that they are giving a non-biased story yeah i don't think that oprah in this case was operating as a journalist sure. she's operating as an entertainment interviewer Mm -hmm. so it's not like i'm not saying she's a liar that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is she could have very easily said you gave me 
free reign here. And that might not have been the 100% truth. Right. Or, you know, I think to your point, Colleen, where Oprah did admit that there was a conversation beforehand, it was, what do you want to get? Yeah. What, what is the point of our conversation? And while I don't have an outline of the questions I'm going to be asking you, Oprah was probably like, okay, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's intent in this conversation is to X. So I'm going to be asking questions to make sure that they get their X. Yeah, that they get their X and that they walk away from this conversation feeling like they achieved the purpose of us sitting down together. Holly, when you watched Oprah this morning on GMA, did she did she disclose what Meghan said they wanted to achieve from this or what her answer to that question was? Well, I think that the question, no, I have to, I can't exactly say what Oprah said because now I can't remember off the That's top fine. of my head. But the whole point essentially was to explain why they left. Right. Why, okay. did, why did you leave? So, you know, what's interesting about that is I feel like if, okay, my, uh, my guess at what Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's response to that question would be was we want people to hear our side. Oh, yeah. Right. And that they achieved that. And I think it's really important, even if you're going back to watch through it again, it's important to hold what we've said all along, which is that there are, everybody has a version of the story. And somewhere in between all of that, the river of truth runs. So what we heard from Meghan and Harry was their truth. Yeah. But the but the palace has their own truth. The firm has their own truth. Uh, the institution has their own truth. I'm using all the words that they used, right? Right. The royal family has their own truth. The queen has her own truth. But this was Meghan and Harry's truth. And I was surprised that they actually went to the places that they went. There was some shade thrown. Some shade thrown. I mean, it wasn't even shade being thrown. It was, at you know, one of the first big moments in last night's Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, Oprah interview, at least I felt, was when Meghan Markle went on the record with Oprah and said, it wasn't that I made Kate cry uh, before my wedding with the bride, the little bridesmaids dresses. It was actually the opposite. Mm. Kate Middleton made me cry over the bridesmaids dresses at my wedding. And that Kate apologized and she knows the truth and that Meghan Markle made the assumption that Kate would be fine setting the record straight yeah about that that was like the first big moment where it was like oh oh yeah this interview is going to be going there in a way that quite frankly i very much appreciated <laughs> very very much agreed so. and and what's interesting about it too is so okay full disclosure i will pull back the curtain of how our show works um, we have a shared document where we kind of write um, the thoughts that we're having about the next day's show, kind of what perspective we might be taking. And um, I was watching the interview. Actually, I, was, I had to finish it this morning. Long story short, I stayed up too late a few nights ago and I was so tired. I was falling asleep while Harry was talking last night. Sorry, Harry. I know he's very offended. Um, but anyway, I, I happened to see your notes as I was watching the rest of the interview this morning, Holly. Yes. And I was like, spot on, girlfriend. And it totally changed the way I watched the rest of the interview. Because you have a thesis about the royal family and who they are. And when you start to listen to the interview through the lens that you're about to lay out, Holly, it it gives you a different perspective on on where Meghan and Harry are speaking from. 
But sure. Watching the Megan Harry Oprah interview last night, I was like, oh, this could be called Harry Megan Escape from the British Monarchy Cult. Yeah. Because the language that Harry and Megan were using to describe what they experienced while being members of the royal family, they were using language that struck me as oh, this is a cult, and they escaped, and they fled. Yeah. Because they fled for their personal safety. You know, one of the uh, the things that Megan goes into detail about in this interview is that she thought about taking her own life. Yeah. Because she couldn't escape. Mm-hmm. And there are literal physical things that meant that Megan couldn't escape. One of the shocking things, and I suppose it shouldn't be so shocking, was that Megan didn't have access to her passport. Mm-hmm. That somebody took that critical identification document away from her critical identification document but also sort of like symbol of freedom yes right the thing that allows you to to cross borders to leave on your own accord and somebody else had control over that yeah that actually sent shivers down my spine thinking about that and thinking about the way that Megan felt trapped in this institution. Now, also kind of going along the lines of, I'm like, oh, they escaped the British monarchy cult, is that Prince Harry referred to his father, Charles, and Prince William, his brother, as being trapped. Mm-hmm. It's something that they cannot escape, and that Prince Harry didn't realize that he was also trapped, quote-unquote, in this institution until... He had a different perspective on being a member of the British royal family from somebody who came from the outside with their own formed identity. Mm -hmm. That, to me, I was like, oh. And then, to go further, the last point on this cult perspective, it reminded me, you know, I'm looking at my notes watching this interview last night, and that the British royal family exists. One of the reasons, by the way, did you know it's a tax-free situation for these people. Interesting. If you are these entities, parts of the British royal family exist. Prince Charles pays a tax to be a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. The Queen pays taxes because she does. It's not because she has to. By law, there are certain, and it's very complicated, Colleen, in math. And I didn't ask for math yeah, to, be, no, to be part I of the equation. I was told we were not going to be doing that today. <laughs> but there's a lot of math involved. And ultimately, it struck me as very much, mm, I was expecting almost maybe Leah Remini to pop out of the bushes and have a perspective because a lot of that stuff reminded me of certain aspects of Scientology. Ultimately, Scientology, a tax-exempt quote-unquote religion, existing a lot because of money. Yeah. Money. I think there's a lot of money. And I was, you know, and it was one of the things where it was like, oh boy, these people are willing to protect their money at all costs. That That's one angle of it. Well, and what's really interesting about that, thank you for triggering this memory for me. And by the way, we will be talking about this throughout the show, not for the whole show, but, but you know, th- there's too much to unpack. We just can't do it all in one segment. Um, it made me think about the fact that um, Harry was very, very, Uh, vocal about the fact that the money that allowed him to leave the royal family was not the money he earned from being in the royal family. Instead, it was the inheritance he got from his own mother. And one refrain that he continued to say throughout the entire interview was, I didn't want to see history repeat itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Oprah did push him on that at one point and say, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, my mother. Yeah. 
it was not hard to 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 understand how much that relationship, his relationship with his own mother, the loss of his mother, the way he lost his mother. It's not hard to see how much that has informed all the choices he's made and how protective he is of his wife and his family. Yeah. And, you know, when you're in that institution, you're in the firm, you're in that quote unquote cult atmosphere and you see the person that you love is not only hurting, asking for help, being Mm -hmm. denied that help and your physical being is in danger what kind of choices are you going to make? And I just have to say, I walked away from watching this video thinking I might be the biggest Harry fan ever. I mean, because he he truly, um, it did change the way I see both of them. Oh, yeah. The interview did. Mm-hmm. And um, I see the pain that it has caused both of them. But I also see the bravery in Harry in getting out of. This situation, like you said, kind of like a cult that like there wasn't a rule book for how he was going to do this, but he knew he had to because he had to protect his wife and his child. Oh, I mean, okay, we can't even get started down this road because we have a dirt alert to get to. Well, to your point, Colleen, definitely. I think that this interview with Harry and Meghan and Oprah last night was definitely a paradigm shift for my own perception of what they were going through because they were sharing details that we were not privy to and why they weren't sharing those details and the machinations behind the British royal family. And how how they play along with the tabloids to to give us the perspective that we had that was incorrect right. and how they got that perspective is because they're in bed with the Royal family. Um, you know, they were really peeling back the curtain. We are going to talk about this a little bit later in the show. And again, in the third hour, we will be taking your calls so that you can also share with us what was interesting to you about the, uh, about the interview. Like I said, it was too short, two hours, a lot to unpack. We still have questions. Um, the Megan and Harry interview, it was explosive. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to talk with uh, our friend Elizabeth Reese. She's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? All good here. Listen, uh, all talks has to do with Meghan and Harry, right? Oh, my gosh. And the Oprah interview heard round the world. Right. And it was the it was way too short. It was way too short. It was two hours long. If you were watching CBS this morning uh, because the interview aired on CBS and then Oprah's best friend, Gail King, is one of the anchors of CBS this morning. Uh, some tidbits that did not. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not aired during the two-hour-long broadcast last night, aired this morning. So I was watching a bunch of those as well. But what's interesting about this is this interview is going to air tonight in the UK. So they haven't seen it yet. Oh, I, okay. This will be fun mm. to watch. To watch the fallout and to see what the British press has to say about yeah. it. Already, they are hammering Meghan Markle. Um, so well, there's here's a what, shock. Yeah, I know. CNN is reporting today that the UK media has been criticizing the event even ahead of the interview happening. Uh, of course, the relationship between Meghan and Harry and the British press was a huge reason why they decided to step back from their duties as senior royals and then basically leave the royal part of their lives altogether. Uh, the Daily Mail ran wall-to-wall coverage of the interview and tried to fit all the bombshells into one single headline. Ooh. Oh, great. What, um, it starts with Meghan claims she was suicidal when she was five months pregnant. Kate made her cry, and royals refused to make Archie a prince because they were worried how, quote, dark he would be as Harry reveals their new baby will be a girl. That was the headline from Daily Mail. Okay. From the Daily Mail? Not not surprised. Yeah, the Daily that is, that's on that par. Editorial stance yeah. on that. Right, right. Um, so another um, article on the website was ripping into the couple's discussion during the interview. Um, one headline said back to basics at their $14.5 million mansion. Um, another one, uh, allegations that one headline says Megan accuses palace of racism and then goes on and on and, uh, details some more information that we learned from the article. It's not surprising that the British press is firing back because... They're the ones who caused so much of this problem to begin with. What's really, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's so interesting. And this is the stuff that we love on the Colleen and Bradley show, right? Like going deep in the shallow on how the media, how how all parties are, um, I don't want to say manipulating the truth, how all parties are spinning, spinning, yeah, acting in their own self-interest, right? And and I say that I mean there are there are positive ways to act in your own self interest right like when it comes to Harry and Meghan they're just telling their version of their story right mm-hmm. um, and that is in their self interest because they have been um, maligned uh, for things that are, they weren't that weren't true well and especially another thing I mean you can't get around the racist the blatant racism from these headlines about no. Meghan I mean when you watch that interview and I guess. You know, we saw them as they were kind of coming down the pike. But when last night, when you saw just one after the other, when they layered those yes. headlines on the screen. Yeah, of it, was, the it was very powerful. I mean, really offensive things that were printed about Megan that are, I mean, go way beyond like we don't like her. And that was one thing that Meghan Markle had to say in one of the clips on CBS this morning was um, they were talking about. Kate Middleton being called Weighty Katie. The press mm-hmm. was really hard on Kate Middleton before she married William mm-hmm. and was calling her Weighty Katie like she was waiting around for him to propose to her and how pathetic she was, right? And um, Meghan Markle said about that, I'm sure that that was very difficult, that that's a very difficult thing. And I'm sure that wasn't nice for her to go through. But And, and there are members of the royal family who will say, We've all had to go through things and endure things said about us that were rude. And she said, but rude and racist are two different things. And that's the part that Mm -hmm. it's like galling that they don't seem to understand. Yeah. That they continue to double down on. Mm -hmm. Right. The fact that the Daily Mail, which is a tabloid, I mean, 
they're a tabloid, right? Are doubling down um, and and trying to discredit her in the telling of her very own story. Um, it tells you that they're not ready to confront their part in how this played out. No, no, not at all. Also, you do get, and we sort of touched on this in the last segment. They were, I mean, I, I felt like Harry was very um, honest about the relationship between the British tabloids and, and the palace and the palace yeah, and the mutually beneficial parts of that relationship. Right, right. Because one of the things uh, that they were talking about is that. The British royal family continues exist to exist partially because of the press. Right, right. Because the press will give them attention and because... And makes them relevant. And makes them relevant, exactly. And so the, the part of that institution's survival is their coverage from places like the Daily Mail. And so the thought from the palace is great. We've got Megan in here. We can turn her into a villain and we can take all the positive press for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And they can, we can just offer her up as the sacrificial lamb and she can just be led to slaughter every day. And then we'll hide her away in this palace and we'll see how it goes. And I don't think they anticipated that Harry was going to say, no, no. What's so fascinating, though, is if you watch season four of The Crown and you saw the isolation that Diana felt and how she was... She never even saw Charles and she was by herself so much and in the throes of depression and bulimia and all these things that were going on being annihilated by the press as well. And um, and then you hear Megan tell her version of the story and then you hear Harry say, I didn't want history to repeat itself. And it's like it's the exact same. Absolutely. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, and I think that Tina Brown, she was on CBS this morning and made this point, you know, of of. Princess Diana telling her truth. She was very young when she came into royal life. 19. 19. And that Meghan Markle was a grown woman yep. with grown woman experiences mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. her and her sense of self yeah. that she had. And that. Well, she arrived with a voice. Yeah, yeah. she did. And, and had that taken away. And then another thing, a sense of responsibility. And when I when she talked about going around the Commonwealth and seeing the connection she made with young girls who finally saw someone who looked like them, yeah. Mm, yeah. that then it, I think that gave her more of a voice because it wasn't just about doing it for herself or her son. It was a bigger principal issue. Right. We applaud you, Megan Markle. Yes. We're yeah. with our Americans. And we applaud you, Elizabeth Reese, for that dirt <laughs> alert. Thank you so much. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to solve some mysteries. We're going to do that in the form of blind items in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. We love to solve mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, not here. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. Hey. And our friend Donna from Donna hey. and Steve showed up hey, to help us solve these pop culture mysteries. We do this each and every day at 1230. Uh, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. They're called blind items. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, we've got hot and fl- <laughs> Whoa, how are you doing over there? Well, some of them might have flesh involved in Ooh, them. Uh, Army Hammer. Army, no Army Hammer. But try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. Let's just uh, ease our way into it. Okay. This foreign-born, one-name, A-plus-list singer had to give up smoking pot because of her vocal issues, so instead she eats pot brownies all day. Um, I know this Uh, one, but I'm going to let you work through it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to start spitballing with one-names like Adele. No. No, Uh, but I like that. 
I like okay. that storyline. Yeah. There's a Thea. No. Who wouldn't want to be a Thea? Right? Um, okay, I'm going to need a hint. Um, you, you're, she's not going to be the first person to come to mind, but you're going to go, oh my gosh, when you hear who it is, okay, we, we've been wanting, uh, we've been wanting an album from her for a very long time, but she's not putting any out, but she was very busy Lord. with her fashion line. No, Donna. Mm, okay, right, 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 sorry. Lord? <laughs> I don't know. No. Rihanna. What? Ding. I got there. See, I got there. Just takes five guesses. Well, you did it, though. Good job. Okay, so uh, Rihanna. (laughs) Okay, fill in the blank. All right, so Rihanna had to give up smoking pot because of her vocal issues. So instead, she eats pot brownies all day. Yeah, that sounds like a something. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a thing that she does. Sounds like a thing that she does. That would be an alternative to the smoke. It seems like... Like that was that's logical. Like I'm not yeah. going to be surprised by that, right? Like if you yeah. had to like change your career because of the delivery of the substance dr- of, of your drug of choice, <laughs> then maybe you would change. just change the delivery, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I'm mad at her. Now that we approve, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, the just package say no. is on the porch. What? Because you said delivery system. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> I got you, girl. It gets there. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. <laughs> Let's do another Next. one. Next. As much as they tried and as much editing prowess they possessed, the filmmakers behind a recent documentary about a permanent A-list rapper could not get his mother to say one nice thing <gasps> about the mogul slash wannabe rapper. She thinks he's a big part of why her son is dead. <gasps> oh. Okay. So, so it's his mother. It's his... a filmmaker. Well, we don't we're not concerned with the oh, filmmakers. No. That this is for a film about an A-list rapper. Yeah, so think about the permanent A-list rapper and then think about oh. the mogul wannabe rapper associated with that person. Okay. Okay, so I'm going Jay-Z and Kanye. No. Okay, okay. I was kind of going that direction too. Okay, no. cuz I was thinking about But somebody's dead. One of them is dead. The permanent A-list rapper is dead. Is dead. And his mom uh-huh. blames the mogul oh. for the reason why the son, son is, is dead. dead. Is it Tupac? Okay. <laughs> okay, you go first. We just said two dead people. Is it Tupac? No. Is it Biggie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for Donna. Teamwork. Well, who's the mogul wannabe rapper associated with Biggie? Mogul wannabe rapper. Wannabe. I, wannabe. I think I could... Okay, oh, yeah, okay, great. great. Get in on this. Get in there. I mean, he's a mogul in the business, but he's a wannabe, I would say, P. Diddy? Yes. Oh, duh. Ding for you. Oh, okay. my gosh, that was so good. Especially because, well, we know that NT Lawyer does not have great feelings for Diddy. No. So let me fill in the blank for you. As much as they tried and as much editing prowess they possess, the filmmakers behind a recent documentary about Notorious B.I.G., could not get Biggie's mom to say one nice thing about P. Diddy because she thinks that Diddy is a big part of why Notorious B.I.G. is dead. Wow. And that's very true. A lot of people would say that's Mm -hmm. that's the the beef that was created that, yes. That started with Diddy? Uh, yeah, with comments made by you might know more Holly, but yes, there's there's a documentary on FX going on about this about the hip hop world. But they mentioned that it all started with not actual beef between B 
Biggie and Tupac. It was with some of the producers that got everything going, and that okay. bled out to their situation. But Holly might know a little more. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think that the documentary that NT Lawyer is talking about here is called Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell, and that's on Netflix right now. Okay. So I think that perhaps if we watch the documentary, we'll be able to see some creative editing happening mm-hmm. in regard oh, to uh, Biggie's huh? mom's uh, take on what happened. That's okay. a good one. All right, let's uh, let's try our hand at another one. Mm-hmm. This one has words, everybody. So Colleen, okay. Donna, and Grant, listen to some words and try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list mostly television actress always works steadily without ever really catching fire. She is an offspring of a celebrity. She has always had a passion for the sex industry and has never been shy about it. Mm. She goes to sex clubs and has parties that are all filled with sex therapists and sex workers. But now, though, the employers of her A-list talk show host boyfriend are trying to force her to be more private about her beliefs. They asked her to delete dozens of social media posts and to unfollow dozens of groups they found questionable. Oh, man. Okay. So focus on two people. We got... An A-list, mostly television actress, and her A-list talk show host boyfriend. Okay. Okay, so... A-list, mostly television actress, A-list talk show host boyfriend. Yes. So the boyfriend is who we're looking for of the talk show host. Yeah. So Mm. that's her boyfriend. So Mm -hmm. we just need to... No, the talk show host is the boyfriend. Yeah. And then the A minus list, mostly oh. television actors, so two people. Mm-hmm. This woman is now dating a talk show host. Is this the, a newer relationship? I mean, maybe within the past year. Okay. You All got right. something up your sleeve? Nothing. I am coming up so completely dry. Also, to give you a hint about talk show, I would say yes, technically it is a talk show. But it's not something that's going to come to top of mind, like okay. The Tonight Show, for example. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Is it's it on... an American? Uh, he's not an American. Okay. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm... It's James Corden. No. I'm just kidding. Lies. <laughs> Here's Morgan. No. Lies also. Okay. okay. <laughs> so the TV actress is the is the offspring of a celebrity. Yeah. Now, you would have to Google probably oh. to realize that this person is an offspring of mm. celebrity. And I didn't know this either until last night. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. I think we have to come up with the talk show host. I think yeah. that that's our first best bet. Okay. When you say a talk show host. Un-American. Not a, an un-American talk show host. Is it like on a news? No. Is it like on a news? Newsy more newsy network? Not a newsy network. But the show is kind of newsy based. Mm. Oh, Trevor Noah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Ding. Oh my gosh. Woo. I got there. Okay. But now I can't remember who he's dating. I don't uh, know who he's dating at all. You do. I do. I mean, you do. You know who it is. When you hear it, you'll know who it is. Mm-hmm. But I cannot remember. Can you hit oh, us with man. a hint? And she's a TV actress who's a steady, steady A minus. Oh, I remember. Oh, you do? Is it Minka Kelly? Yes. Ding oh, for you. I never what? would have gotten there. Oh my god. Okay, now okay, now fill in all the blanks and tell us everything. So Minka Kelly works steadily without ever really catching fire. So she's an offspring of a celebrity. Her dad was a member of Aerosmith. Oh my gosh. Oh, I read this once. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Donna. Oh, I have that. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> 
Mink Kelly has a passion for the sex industry, apparently likes to go to sex clubs and parties and, and have fun. Oh. But now, though, Viacom, the employer of Trevor Noah, mm. The Daily Show host, uh, they're trying to force Minka Kelly to be more private about her beliefs because they're asking Minka Kelly to delete dozens of social media posts oh. and to unfollow dozens of groups they found questionable. Whoa. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's oh juicy. My gosh. That is juicy, but also annoying. Yes. Right? Like if he's okay with it. Yeah, but you know, gotta protect our brand. I know. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Are we done? Let's do one more. Yes. (laughs) Here's a quick celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Donna to solve. Speaking of cheating, this permanent A-list comic actor is cheating on his longtime wife with an ex of a frequent A-list co-star. Okay, permanent A-list comic actor. Mm, Tom Hanks. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no and no. Okay. Tom Hanks. Sorry, we blew up. I know. <laughs> okay. Colleen. Permanent A-list comic actor. And he's been married for a long time. Mm-hmm. Will um, Ferrell. No. But good guess. Okay. Are we? Is it we... somebody who was Saturday Night Livey at any point? Yes. Oh. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, can I just say, because I have a visual, everybody leaned in like, oh. That was a good question. Um, okay. So he's the guy cheating on his wife with the ex of a co-star. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> but it's not Will Ferrell. No. It's um, um, Daryl Hammond. <laughs> no. Is it a, current, is it a Colin Jost? No, this person was on Saturday Night Live decades ago. Oh, Dan okay. Aykroyd. No. Uh, uh, Chevy Chase. No, but those are all really good guesses. (laughs) I'm going to go with the one from Crazy Days and Nights. Okay. That, but yes, I can see why you guys would. Are we in the right era? No. Oh. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, David Spade. Well, he could be involved, but he's not permanent. Oh. He could be involved. Adam Sandler? Ding. (gasps) No. But it could be um, an ex of David Spade that Adam Sandler is spending time whoa. with. Ew, David. Adam, yes, <laughs> Adam, David. Adam Sandler. Well, That's not, not ish to, da- to David Spade because it's just a, a person that. Yeah, but like, like sad they're days. They're buddies. But also, like, Adam Sandler's wife. Anybody feel sad for her? Yes. Okay. You said that because <laughs> you had to.
Yes, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Bye. show, thank you, Donna Valentine. You're welcome. When we come back, uh, the Paramount Plus TV network, Holly has sampled it. Is it worth it? Uh, we're going to find out after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Grant. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly and I are hanging out with you. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, we're really feeling Monday right now. And we are going to get back to the topic of the day, which frankly is the Oprah Winfrey in, uh, interview with Megan and Harry. We'll be talking about that uh, a little bit more next hour and in the final hour of the show. But in the meantime, in between time, Holly sampled something that I've been curious about. And I know everybody wants to know, is it worth it? The Paramount Plus streaming service all right holly so last week cbs all access magically changed into paramount plus that is the new streaming home of such networks as cbs bet comedy central nickelodeon the smithsonian monday i believe that was smithsonian (laughs) that was what i heard the most educated uh, network on all of these and i can't even say it anyway so it's the home of all the CBS Viacom properties. And uh, there was a lot of fanfare. People were really excited about it. And uh, so I decided, self, self, let's go to Paramount Plus and let's try that free week. Because I like free things. Yeah, you do. Free yeah. is, as Holly says, free is her favorite spice. It sure <laughs> is. And actually, there's a show on Paramount Plus that Colleen, we talked about on the Colleen and Bradley show a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was curious to watch it. It was the real world homecoming. Okay, I, this is like the, to me, for me, this is the reason to get Paramount Plus right now. Yeah. Um, because this is the actual real life reunion of the first season of the real world in the actual loft that they lived in in uh, New York City. And what people I don't. OK, sorry, I'm taking this away for one hot second. Do it. But what people I don't think realize if you are um, of a certain age, um, reality TV as we know it is because of that real world cast. Um, Buna Murray, when they first sort of conceived of the idea of this idea of seven people living in a house together, total strangers with cameras on them, this there was no drama injected into this. It was literally just people living their lives. Yeah. Now what what reality TV has become is a sort of a whiff of that. Um, but uh, but this show was revolutionary because it was just people living. Yeah. And so, you know, you get a whiff of what was going on in the real world back in 1992 when the show really happened. So it was super curious about this show. And like you, Colleen, that was what got me to try my free week at Paramount Plus. And the show. So first, just a review of the real world homecoming. I was here for it but also kind of saddened that the show and naturally so because how could you not it's been 30 years since the first season of the real world mm-hmm. the real world homecoming i feel like gets trapped in some of the narrative norms that we have come to expect from reality shows oh. in 2021 meaning i understand like there is some there's a contrived quality to it mm-hmm. 
but it's like, of course, there's a contrived quality to it because that's reality television in 2021. Right. They're not going to show the raw footage in the way that they had in 1992. Editing styles have changed. They have to push the narrative because the cast of the real world homecoming is only together for a week. So there's this contrived quality to it that kind of made me sad. Right. Because the reason that I like the real world back in the day is because it was particular real real, and it was raw in a way that it's reality tv doesn't happen like that anymore no and and i understand so on pluto tv which is a a network that you introduced us all to and now we curse you for it holly slash (laughs) love love you for it in a loving way um they aired some of those episodes at one point uh on one of their channels the original real world in new york and i watched it and i remember thinking by today's standards, this feels very slow. Yes. And so I imagine that in order to appeal to the masses, this reunion would have to be kind of souped up in our, in our, by our current reality show standards. Yeah. And so if you accept that and then, but the, but the thing is, Colleen, I'm really mad at Paramount Plus because they're only giving us weekly episodes. Yeah. And my free trial only lasts for a week. Yeah. So you're going to have to say goodbye to it. Yeah, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to it because, you know, looking at this, if you like CBS properties and Nickelodeon stuff, now they do have old episodes of The Real World that are available, but only certain seasons. Mm. And, you know, looking through all of this stuff, like some of the movies that they have, they have the Godfather trilogy. That's nice of them to have that. There's, (laughs) you know, the Indiana Jones quadrilogy, Tommy Boy. So there are certain movies but ultimately, hey, quick question about that. Yeah. So does that mean I can't get Tommy Boy anywhere else? You know, I can't answer that okay. for you. All right. I mean, that's fine because I own it because <laughs> duh. Duh. Like, what is life even if you don't own Tommy Boy? <laughs> Thank you. But, um, but I do think it's important. You know, I think people like to know where they can get their movies. Yeah. And so I don't know what kind of rights they have, but okay. Paramount Plus ultimately. Meh. I have a reminder set on my credit card to cancel my Uh, free week because I don't want it. Sad trombone. But, you know, Colleen, you brought up Pluto TV, which is really quick. How much does it cost per month? Uh, I believe it's $5.99 a month. But then if you want to go commercial free, I think that they want to charge you $10 a month for Paramount Plus. But here's the thing, Colleen. Yeah. We were just talking about Pluto TV, which is free to everyone. Yeah. A lot of the content on Paramount Plus is also available on Pluto TV. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, So I think that they must have a distribution deal with Paramount and Viacom with Pluto TV. Now, it'll be interesting to see what changes now that Paramount Plus is launched. But you can watch old episodes of The Hills on Pluto TV. You just might not be able to watch it on demand. But you can still see uh, Heidi and Spencer and Lauren and uh, them fighting at Le Deux. If you want that kind of nostalgia. So just go watch Pluto TV. Okay, Pluto TV, by the way, free app. And it's uh, sort of streams live. So it's almost like a live TV app. But it's so worth it. And you can all curse Holly. Because that's what we do. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, are you a creep? No, seriously. Like, what kind of creeping do you do? Like, do you like to walk slowly across uh, the big houses and look in their windows. 651-641-1071. What kind of creep are you? We'll talk about creepers after this. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? 
There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.